Welcome to the Daily Dose, where we are currently walking through an overview of the entire Bible. Join us today as we learn the story of Scripture and see God's redemptive plan through Christ from cover to cover. Let's listen to Matt Reister, Director of Christian Crusaders and the Cedar Falls Bible Conference. Today we're going to be in Luke chapter 14, verses 1 through 6. Before we jump into that, I want to say thank you to the family leader who is our 2022 Daily Dose Devotions sponsor. You can learn more about them in the announcements at the end of the podcast. Great organization, doing great stuff, and we're thankful for their support. In today's passage, we're going to see Jesus heal a man on the Sabbath. In the book of Luke, this is the third Sabbath healing. The first two took place in synagogues. This one's going to take place in the home of a Pharisee. Verse 1. One Sabbath, when he went out to dine in the house of a ruler of the Pharisees, they were watching him carefully. Let's just stop right there, okay? So Jesus is having a meal in the house of one of the rulers of the Pharisees. This is the group of people who have said repeatedly they want him dead, the group of people who eventually will be responsible for ultimately having him dead, yet Jesus is in the home of one of their rulers. This is remarkable. And I wonder if there's anything that we can take from this as it relates to associating with with people who we know are opposed to us. I used to do some work in politics and I learned an important lesson from one of my mentors one time who was of a particular political persuasion and he was invited with many other candidates to go speak at an event of a completely different political persuasion. In fact, many of the other like-minded candidates turned down the invitation to go to this because they were just going to be going into a lion's den. Everyone in the crowd was going to be against them and what they believed. But my friend, my mentor, accepted the invitation. And when people asked him, why would you go into an environment like that and put yourself through that, he said it was a simple calculation. There's only upside. If I don't go, those people are going to all think that we don't have anything in common. They would never support me. They would never vote for me. But if I do go, there's a chance I might change one or two minds. And that's worth going into. I don't know what Jesus' motive was for going into this Pharisee's home, but maybe it was similar. Hey, these guys need to know the gospel. These guys need to know about the kingdom of God. And because I love them, I'm going to go into this hostile environment anyway and do and be who I am and what I do. And make no mistake, it says they were watching him carefully. The word here is more like scrutinizing him carefully. They were looking for him to misstep so they could accuse him. In fact, some people believe the reason they invited Jesus and this man with a disease was to entrap him. They assumed that he would heal this man and that would be another grievance they had against Jesus when it was time to settle the score eventually. Verse 2. And behold, there was a man before him who had dropsy. Dropsy is probably like what we would think of as an edema today. Some increased fluid under the skin, a lot of swelling or puffiness on the limbs or wherever. And Jesus responded to the lawyers and Pharisees saying, is it lawful to heal on the Sabbath or not? But they remained silent. I think one of the reasons they remained silent is because they already knew what Jesus thought the answer was. They'd seen him heal on the Sabbath in Luke 6. That's episode 690. They'd seen him heal on the Sabbath in Luke 13. That's episode 728. And so they already know what he thinks and they remained silent. Then he took him and healed him and sent him away. Which, by the way, if you healed somebody with edema or with dropsy, you would immediately know that he was healed because the swelling, the puffiness, the fluid would go away. And this is what evidently happened. Verse 5, and he said to them, which of you having a donkey or an ox that has fallen into a well on a Sabbath day will not immediately pull him out? And they could not reply to these things. So Jesus is undefeated in theological debates and he remains so through this text. And here's the upshot of all this 
for us, I think. These Pharisees had seen him do miracles. They've gotten to the point where they can't defeat him in a theological debate, yet they continue to stay loyal to their flawed religious system, and they continue to reject Jesus as the Messiah. I should point out that that's not true of all of them. Actually, there's a guy named Nicodemus we're going to learn about in John, and Joseph of Arimathea. These are a couple Pharisees, at least, who probably came to faith in Christ. But most of these guys are going to stick with the religious system that they're familiar with and they're comfortable with. It's just a bridge too far to embrace these gospel principles of the kingdom of God that Jesus is making known as he ministers on earth. I think there's a likelihood that there are people in our day and age, maybe some of them even listen to this podcast right now, who are not unlike the Pharisees. They're familiar with the miracles of Jesus. They believe that the ministry he did was real. They can't really defeat any argument that suggests that Jesus is the Messiah and that people are saved by grace alone, through faith alone, and Christ alone. Yet, for whatever reason, they still have never bent the knee. They've still never received Jesus Christ. They've never personally believed in his name. But they're still relying relying on whatever religious system they think is going to be sufficient to reconcile them to God. Whether that's jumping through religious hoops, going through ritualistic traditions, showing up on church and giving lip service to God once a week, maybe throwing a check in the plate, making an online donation here and there. They're putting their eggs in the basket of religion rather than in the basket of a relationship with Jesus Christ. And it's not really explainable why, except for the religious system just feels more familiar, more comfortable, and the faith in Jesus thing just seems a little bit too easy or a little bit too simple, a little bit too Jesus-y, so here they are. As many of these texts in Luke 13 and 14 have been, this is another great text for us to do a little self-reflection. Have I put my hope and faith and trust in Jesus Christ alone for salvation? Or, despite the fact that I've seen and heard and even believed the things that Jesus says, I still haven't surrendered my life to him. Well, as we've said many times in the last several days. You got to get that straightened out before it's too late. And you might also want to pray and strategically think about how you can help your friends and family, your neighbors and your co-workers get that straightened out before it's too late as well. Thanks for tuning in. Have a great day. The Daily Dose is a podcast of Christian Crusaders Radio and Internet Ministry. Please subscribe to this podcast, leave a five-star rating, share with a friend, and prayerfully consider financially supporting our ministry at christiancrusaders.org, where you can also find our weekly 30-minute radio broadcast, which is aired on stations around the world since 1936 and where you can listen to our Conversations podcast featuring inspiring interviews with interesting Christians. Special thanks to our 2022 Daily Dose sponsor, The Family Leader. God designed three social institutions to shape our lives the family, the church, and government. At The Family Leader, they're bringing all three together to honor God and bless our neighbors. Learn how and join them at thefamilyleader.com. That's thefamilyleader.com. We also want to highlight two ministry partners. First is the Cedar Falls Bible Conference, whose conference videos and schedule events are available at cedarfallsbibleconference.com. And please consider joining us for their 101st annual conference from Saturday, July 30th through Saturday, August 6th in 2022. Second, if you or someone you know could benefit from an anonymous online Christian mentor, please visit issuesiface.com, which is provided by Power to Change Digital Strategies. Thank you for listening, and may God richly bless you.